Episode of Halloween at Unclassical. And you have returned for the final installment of the terrifying tale of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Marsha. This is Marsha. <laughs> and I'm Katie. <laughs> Just do the whole episode like that. How, how, I mean, how many people do you think have already turned off? Uh, all of them. <laughs> that, that is annoying. That, I've written on this page, Jekyll is annoying. No, that is annoying. <laughs> I thought Jekyll was white. It's annoying in this moment. How exciting. How exciting. So, last time we got to... So, they broke into the lab, didn't they? And they found... Oh, yeah, Edward Hyde's dead on the floor, isn't he? He is. He's uh, committed suicide with arsenic. And What an arse! What an arse! Silliness. And um, they found this note from... From Henry Jekyll. Yeah, because um, Utterson was, uh, Paul was like, why don't you read? Why don't you read it, sir? And <laughs> Utterson was like, because I'm afraid. Oh, no, it's actually fine, isn't it? Let's read it. I'm actually right, really, aren't I? I'm scared. <laughs> oh, wait, it's fine. It's fine, let's read it. Um, and then, embarrassing. Embarrassing. And um, Henry Jekyll basically says, look, I know that um, Lanyon gave you a letter to open on my death or demise. Read it good times and then read my confession and Utterson's like there's a confession drops massive right part in front of him he left this for you sir I have a question yeah. why has it taken Poole this long to reveal the giant confession letter I don't know he fucking loves dramatic irony doesn't he, he? he it's even irony just a dramatic that's moment that's gonna say yeah yeah it just loves to cause the drama but I do love Poole yeah I mean I don't think he, he comes back in the book, but I, I've liked what he's done so far. He's been spooky. He's given us some spooky lines. Yes. He's good. That added is some not drama. my master. That is not my master. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, Who is it? Who do you think it is? I don't know. Fucking hide or someone? <laughs> like a short ass. <laughs> my master is a tall and beautiful man. Why? And he gave it all to Ed. <laughs> You fancy him, Poole. Everyone fancies him. Now, this chapter, it's all from Dr. Lanyon's perspective about his horrid, nasty shock. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm going to do when I get old. I'm going to write memoirs about the day I had a terrible shock and it'll be things like... It will be like when we were watching Dharma and I farted and you were scared (laughs) someone was coming through the window or something. I didn't even think it was that astute. It's just a loud noise and it worried me. I screamed. Every time I trip up the top stair as well in your house. Every time. Look. I am nothing if not my mother's daughter. Well, you're going to have a lot of things to write about. Exactly. And what happened today? Well, you know, there was a squirrel. I quite like squirrels. Worried me. But if it jumped out. Oh, my God. That would scare me. It would scare you. It would be a lot. If a squirrel ran in here right now, guys, you would have seen on our Instagram our little like recording setup. Oh, if a little squirrel ran here right now, I'd freak. I'd freak out. Get away from me, you scrabbly little freak. <laughs> you scrabbly little fuck. And then when it's further away, oh, I like it. 
crawling on my thumb yesterday Disgusting. guys i was chilling on the sofa with my boyfriend um was that yesterday <laughs> who knows um and a spider was on my thumb not cool i mean kind of halloweeny but not a, not a vibe right so dr lanyon's perspective mm-hmm. so he starts by saying four days ago he received a letter from dr jekyll um someone was tired when they wrote this four days ago he received a letter from dr jekyll four days ago <laughs> And um, it's like, um, look, I see you for dinner all the time. What? <laughs> Shut the door. You want to do something about it sometime? No, this is Dr. Lanyon to the letter. So he gets the letter from Jekyll. And he's like, I see you for dinner all the time. Why the fuck are you sending me a letter, you weirdo? Like, <laughs> like, just say it to my face. I will literally see you in like three hours. Yeah, calm down. Be like if you sent me a letter. Why don't you send me a letter, you freak? Yeah, weirdo. (laughs) Um, uh, And um, then I'll read excerpts from this letter so uh, you you get the gist of it uh, without all the boring shit. (laughs) Dear Lanyon, Lanyon, my life, my honour, my reason are all at your mercy. You fancy him. I know. They all well fancy each other. If you fail me tonight, I am lost. What's that song? It's sort of like, we've only got tonight. <laughs> I don't know, but don't know that's how I feel. Yeah. Look, Lanyon, I need you to drive straight to my house. Paul, my butler, has his orders. You will find him waiting your arrival with a locksmith. The door of my cabinet is then to be forced and you are to go in alone to open the glazed press, letter E, on the left hand, breaking the lock if it be shut, and to draw out with all its contents as they stand the fourth drawer from the top or, which is the same thing, the third drawer from the bottom. And this was like, Jekyll's annoying. <laughs> but also, if you're um, Dr. Utterson reading this, mm. like, uh, Dr. Lanyon. No, if you've been, but now Utterson is reading them, isn't Oh, it? yeah, a lawyer Utterson. It, it's, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah lawyer Utterson. Mm. Mr. Utterance. Mm. Um, if he's now reading them, like, I can't believe he went to um, Lanyon first, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he's reading this feeling a bit left out? Yeah. <laughs> like, salty bitches. I can't believe bitches. they hang out without me. So mean. <laughs> Definitely. I come round to yours all the time for dinner. Oh! <laughs> Such a bitch. We hang out all the time. Yeah. Bastards. Bastards. In my... That's the end of the book because um, Utterance just puts it in the fire like cunts. Oh, that's going to be annoying. Oh, no. I, I threw my um, uh, notes across the room, but I found them. Anyway, um, <laughs> where was I? In my extreme distress of mind, I have morbid fear of misdirecting you. But even if I am in error, you may know the right drawer by its contents. Some powders, a file and a paper book. This drawer I beg of you to carry back with you to Cavendish Square exactly as it stands. Cavendish Square is where Dr. Lanyon lives. That is the part of the service now for the second. There's more? God, no wonder Lanyon died. Yeah, Jesus. At midnight, I have to ask you to be alone in your consulting room, to admit with your own hand into the house a man who will present himself in my name and to place in his hands the drawer that you will have bought with you from my cabinet. Then you will have played your part and earned my gratitude completely. Anything else? 
I'm okay without your gratitude, yeah. to be honest. All right. Five minutes afterwards, if you insist upon an explanation, I will give it. Confident as I am that you will not trifle with this appeal, and my hand trembles at the bare thought of such a possibility. If you will but punctually serve me, my troubles will roll away like a story that is told. Serve me, my dear Lanyon, and save your friend, H.J. Can you do? Gosh. Uh, Desperate. P.S. I had already sealed this up when a fresh terror struck upon my mind. <laughs> Is it possible that the post office may fail me and this letter not come into your hands oh until God, tomorrow morning? Oh my God, fucking letter. <laughs> In that case, dear Lanyon, do my errand when it shall be most convenient for you in the course of the day. And once more, expect my messenger at midnight. It may then already be too late. And if that night passes, even without event, you will know that you have seen the last of Henry Jekyll. Beep, beep. I'm checking <laughs> Smack him. <laughs> fucking annoying. He's, he's needy he, and pedantic. He is. Upon the reading of this letter, I made sure my colleague was insane. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, I, I, he's nuts, isn't he? Well, you're not okay, well, are he's you? crazy. But I felt bound to do as he requested because lol, been mates for years, yeah. innit? Uh, so he goes and gets the staff and the whole thing and then he goes home and he awaits this stranger at midnight. Right. The more I reflected, the more convinced I grew that I was dealing with a case of cerebral disease. And though I dismissed my servants to bed, I loaded an old revolver that I might be found in some posture of self-defence. Valid. Valid. So valid. It was being weird. Uh, So 12 strikes. Knock at the door. (gasps) Are you come from Dr. Jekyll? I asked. He told me. Yes, by a constrained gesture. It's like wiggles. <laughs> Little like, shimmy. Vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> and when I had bidden him enter, he did not obey me without a searching backward glance into the darkness of the square. There was a policeman not far off, advancing with his bull's eye, that's like his light, open. Kinky. <laughs> Sneaking as well. Yeah. And, and at the sight, I thought my visitor started and made greater haste. Like, <laughs> runs inside. Jumpy little fella. Uh, he was small, as I was struck besides with the shocking expression of his face. This person dressed in a fashion that would have made an ordinary person laugh. His clothes were enormously too large for him in every measurement. You're uh-huh. mean to laugh at people with ill-fitting clothes. <laughs> yeah, look at all of us can afford clothes that fit us right. Exactly. He wanted to grow into them. <laughs> Have you got it? He cried. Have you got it? And so lively was his impatience that he even laid his hand upon my arm oh, and sought to off, shake no me. Get off. You do not touch. Do <laughs> You lo- may look, but no touch. Come, sir, said I. Can you forget please? that I have not yet the, had the pleasure of your acquaintance. Be seated, if you please. Excuse me, I'd like your name before you go grabbing at me. <laughs> yeah, this is my house and you'll sit down. And he does like a bit where he's like, and I lead by example and sit down myself. <laughs> proper old gentleman. Yes. I beg your pardon, Dr. Lanyon, he replied civilly enough. What you say is very well founded and my impatience has shown its heels to my politeness. I come here at the instance of your colleague, Dr. Henry Jekyll, on a piece of business of some moment. And I understood 
He paused and put his hand to his throat, and I could see, in spite of his collected manner, that he was wrestling against the approaches of hysteria. I understood a draw. Either <laughs> you would have it. There it is, sir, I said, pointing to the draw. Yes. He sprang to it and then paused and laid his hand upon his heart. I could hear his teeth grate with Ew. the convulsive action of his jaws, oh. and his face was so ghastly to see that I grew alarmed for both his life and reason. Compose yourself, I said. You're scaring me. It's also just the said I. Compose yourself, said I. Compose yourself, said I. He turned a dreadful smile to me. Gross. As if with a decision of despair, plucked away the sheet. Gross. (laughs) Snarl at people. Yeah. Um, Then he, like, makes up his thing. He thanked me. uh, The doctor, like, passes him a glass and he makes up his powders into his lovely little drink. He thanked me with a smiling nod, measured out a few minims of red tincture and added one of the powders. The mixture which was at first of a reddish hue, began in proportion as the crystals melted to brighten in colour, to effervesce audibly and to throw off small fumes of vapour. And now, said he, to settle what remains, will you be wise? Will you be guided? Will you suffer me to take this glass in my hand and to go forth from your house without further parley? Or has the greed of curiosity too much command of you? Think, yeah, it does. Yeah, think before you answer, for it shall be done as you decide. As you decide, you shall be left as you were before. Or, if you shall so prefer to choose a new province of knowledge, and new avenues to fame and power shall be laid upon to you here in this room, and your sight shall be blasted by a prodigy to stagger the unbelief of Satan. No, you're okay, actually. Um, sir, said I, <laughs> you speak in enigmas. I have gone too far in the way of inexplicable services to pause before I see the end. That's the posh way of going. Eh? Eh? <laughs> eh? <laughs> the posh way of saying, stop chatting about it, show me a freak show. Whip it out, whip it out, whip it out. <laughs> it is well, replied my visitor. Lanyon, you remember your vows. What follows is under the seal of our profession. And now, you who have so long been bound to the most narrow and material views, you who have denied the virtue of transcendental medicine, you who have derided your superiors, behold! Behold! He put the glass to his lips and drank at one gulp. A cry followed. He reeled, staggered, clutched at the table and held on, staring with injected eyes, gasping with an open mouth. And as I looked, there came, I thought, a change. He seemed to swell. His face became suddenly black and the features seemed to melt and alter. And the next moment I had sprung to my feet and leaped back against the wall. My arm raised to shield me from that prodigy. My mind submerged in terror. Oh, God, I screamed, and oh, God, again and again, for there before my eyes, pale and shaken and half fainting and groping before him with hands, like a man restored from death, there stood Henry Jekyll. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What he told me in the next hour, I cannot bring my mind to set on paper. You suck. You fucking suck. 
I saw what I saw. I heard what I heard. Bish, I saw what I saw. I heard what I heard. I read the big day. <laughs> and my soul sickened at it. Sleep has left me. I feel that my days are numbered and that I must die. I will say but that one thing. That is the thing. most dramatic thing ever. Something scary happened. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Okay. I will say but one thing. The creature who crept into my house that night was on Jekyll's own confession, known by the name of Hyde, and hunted for in every corner of the land as the murderer of Carew. <gasps> now, do you remember last time when we said um, Enfield and Utterson went into the courtyard and they saw um, Jekyll in the window and then there was like a flash of terror? I think in that moment, Jekyll's face turned into Hyde's. Out of the window, like you know, like Bilbo Baggins when he tries yes. to grab the thing, like, <laughs> and then like um, hide because he like got power of the arm, like shut the curtain or something, like pull the window down. Gross. And so that's what they saw. They're like, imagine just talking to you, like, and then just like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, see why they were so freaked out. So I don't hang out with you. Terrible things, and I always get traumatized. Oh, yeah, I hate it here. <laughs> hate going out with coffee oh. with you. You suck. Do you know what Lanyon's first name is? Banyan? Hasty. <laughs> that tells you about his birth doesn't it yeah hasty lanyon now That's we a terrible name it is isn't it hasty you're like... never gonna get laid with a name like hasty well i was thinking they all hang out with each other no one seems to have wives do they well no jekyll's got a boyfriend but everyone's got beef about it he doesn't have a boyfriend he is the boyfriend <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yes it's one person did you not read the book did you understand what just happened in the last bit? No, he wouldn't tell me. That's valid. That's valid. That's valid. Right, right, right. So now, um, not Paul, Utterson uh, turns to the big package that Paul gave him. Nice. nice. Um, it's time for Henry Jekyll's <laughs> full statement of the case. Because um, so the books, there's me and Marsha sitting opposite each other, and obviously mm. the book's facing Marsha because she's the one reading it. Um, so upside down, uh, it looked like it, uh, for some reason, it looked like it said Henry Jekyll's full statement of the cats. And I was like, great. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I went to a cat cafe. Brilliant, guys. Very spooky and Halloween. There was a cat called Marsha. Was she soft? She, she was so soft. Did you steal her? I wish she was beautiful. I quite like the Sphinx cats as well. Yeah, they they're cool. feel funny. <laughs> Like a, I don't know. What do they feel like? Like a, like a. Well, I don't know. I did like warm suede. Interesting. Yeah, I liked them though. They were funny. And, one. and that one was called Claudia with a W. Excellent. Wrinkleman. Excellent. <laughs> that was like, brilliant. Soft, soft. And um, there were two. Uh, one of them was a crossbreed, but two Scottish fold fold cats. And one are they, was. Are they, are they from IKEA? Yeah, um, and uh, one was called Mackerel, and then a kitten came in, and they called him Cheese, so together they're mac and cheese. Excellent. Like little babies. Get him in my pocket, I shall take you home. And there was a little kitten called Toast. Oh, Eat Toast. Her. That's really cute. And everyone called her Toasty, and I was like, oh, you little Toasty Toast. I love you, I love you, I love you. What colour was she? She was um, almost like tortoise shelly. Mm. She was beautiful. I was going to say you could get a white one to go with her and that one could be ghost. <gasps> toast and ghost. Ghost, toast. Babies. There was a white one called Mayo. I prefer ghost. No, I, I prefer ghost. Mayo was gorgeous too. Anyway, anyway. Oh, I could still have a cat podcast. <laughs> I love cats. So this is from Henry Jekyll's point of view. 
I was born in the year 18. Sorry, just utterance starting to read this. Being, I was born... Oh, oh, get to the fucking point. I've just read about how my two best friends were hanging out without me all the fucking time. Yeah. No. And now I have to... Now I was like, no, I will finally tell you what happened. Many years ago, I was born for fuck. So. Jesus Christ. To a large fortune... Fond of the respect of the wise and the good among my fellow men, with every guarantee of an honourable and distinguished future. So, uh, basically, he says he wants to be a bit naughty, but he likes having Cheeky. a um, and have a good time, but that he enjoys kind of, like, holding his head up high in public and enjoying the respect he has paid because of his, like, position mm. and his standing in society. So, Sounds like a white man. He does sound like a white man, doesn't mm. he? Yep, yep. Interesting, that. Hence it came about that I concealed my pleasures, but that when I reached years of reflection and began to look around me and take stock of my progress and position in the world, I stood already committed to a profound duplicity of life. Many a man would have even blazoned such irregularities as I was guilty of, but from the high views that I had set before me, I regarded and hid them with an almost morbid sense of shame. So what he's doing in, like, the grand schemes of society is probably chill, like, for the time. Yeah. Like, he's probably doing a bit of opium, going to, like, sex workers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but he's set high standards for himself. So he's yeah. like, no, I feel shame. I should be better than this. I'm a white man. How do they know I'm a white man and I'm very, very important? Exactly. A deeper trench than in the majority of men severed me in those provinces of good and ill which divide and compound man's dual nature. <gasps> the man is not truly one, but truly two. So you're kind of your good side, but your, uh, your bad side as well. We all have two sides, essentially. I just, I feel like that just very much lends itself into like, I'm not a bad guy. I just did a bad thing one time, but I'm not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. I know. I'm not a bad person. I've just done bad things. Carl actually said that. Uh, I'm like, you are what you do. Exactly. Uh, you do bad things. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but you're not a good person. You're not a good, you're not a good one, are you? <laughs> I could try. <laughs> um, he also notes that um, some people will have more than two sides to their nature. Uh, so, I had learned to dwell with... Pl- Hmm? Interesting. Interesting. I had learned to dwell with pleasure as a beloved daydream on the thought of the separation of those elements. If each, I told myself, could but be housed in separate identities, life would be relieved of all that was unbearable. The unjust might go his way, delivered from the aspirations and remorse of his more upright twin, and the just could walk steadfastly and securely on his upward path, doing the good things in which he found his pleasure, and no longer exposed to disgrace and penitence by the hands of this extraneous evil. So, he's kind of like, yes. Washing his hands of his bad side. Yes, and he's like, and then I, the bad side won't be held back by the good side, and the good side can fully flourish in doing good shit. And, we and can, the bad can fully flourish in doing bad shit. Yeah, 100. And like, not. You've got to take responsibility, Mr. And, Jekyll. And again, not feel guilty because the good side's not there going, oh, that, that was. You did stamp on a child. <laughs> you did stamp on a kid, though. How then were they disassociated? 
So how's he going to do it? He then says he's you not going to just accept that, you know, you're not perfect and maybe just try and be a better person. You could not be such a fucking arrogant narcissist. You don't have to be perfect, but I do. <laughs> I do. I love the time. But it's Pretty also much. just sort of like the um, exonerating of his bad side being like, and he could just go off and, you know, do terrible things. Yeah, yeah. I won't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I take no responsibility. Yeah. He stamped, stamped on a child. He killed a guy. He killed a guy and he stamped on a child. Yeah. You can't just do shit like that. No. If you have a bad side like that, keep it locked up. Yeah, Jesus. Um, he then says he's not going to give you out... should be morally compounded by it. <laughs> he says he's not going to give out his formula for how he managed to, like, break his two mm. sides apart. One, because it's immoral and he shouldn't have done it. And two, as will become clear, I fucked it up. <laughs> and two... Don't do it. It, it did not go well. <laughs> yeah, like... If you're well, reading this, you'll know that it does not end well for me. Exactly. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's, it's not good. So he's made this solution, and uh, I hesitated long before I put this theory to the test of practice. I knew well that I risked death. Sorry, I just got the idea of the guy who wrote this being like, and what could the solution be? How could that ever be feasible? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. I per- Convenient. <laughs> I purchased at once from a firm of wholesale chemists a large quantity of a particular salt, which I knew from my experiments to be the last ingredient required. And late one accursed night, with a strong glow of courage, I drank off the potion. The most racking pangs, a grinding in the bones, nausea, and a horror of the spirit that cannot be exceeded at the hour of birth or death. Sorry, he just said, and it was more painful than childbirth. As if you know. Just had to get that in there. Maybe it was, but don't put that in there. That's tacky. That is tacky. Then these agonies began swiftly to subside, and I came to myself as if out of a great sickness. There was something strange in my sensations, something indescribably new, and from its very novelty, incredibly sweet. Gross. I felt younger, lighter. Happier in body within, I was conscious of a heady recklessness, a current of disordered sensual images running like a mill race in my fancy, a solution of the bonds of obligation, an unknown but not an innocent freedom of the soul. I knew myself at the first breath of this new life to be more wicked, tenfold more wicked, sold a slave to my original evil. So he's he's gone like where before? And not condoning it, but he might have gone to like you know a sex worker. Uh, no, now he's going to stamp on the kid. Fuck the sex workers, stamp on kids. Yeah. That's a weird progression, sir. That really escalated. I stretched out my hands, exulting in the freshness of these sensations, and in the act, I was suddenly aware that I had lost in stature. So he's evil, but sure. Everyone knows if you're evil, you get shorter. Yeah, them defects. Them defects, apparently. There was no mirror at that date in my room. That which stands beside me as I write was bought there later on, and for the very purpose of these transformations. Again, Robert Louis Stevenson. It's not that weird to have a mirror there. You don't have to have an explanation like it. Why was there a mirror in this man's room? Why would there not be a mirror in yeah. this room? I'm listening to a podcast at the moment, and sometimes they focus on really weird stuff mm. like that, and you're like, it's not. It's not that weird. It's not that like, weird. There was his family annihilator, but like the day before, he um like refilled the oil in his wife's car. And they're like, but if he were guilty, why would he do? It? Why would he do that? And you're like, so that he looks less guilty, so that if he gets caught, he can be like, it can you know, look like he didn't do it. Yeah, more. he was really like carrying. And also, maybe he wanted to kill his wife because she annoyed him, and he just wanted to get out of the house and like you know 
do something. Do something, yeah. Or, which I actually happened. Maybe he shared the car. I think he had a psychotic break. Yeah, like, yeah. He did, some, he did a lot of other weird shit, so he, like, blew up the house, but took the dog with him. And so, like, uh, which is understandable. Yeah. But then, like, he abandoned the car and just let the dog out and, like, ran away again. It's like, why'd you half take your dog with you? I suppose he took him out of the house to be safe, but then it was like, you'd be better off without me. I think also, he'd be like, well, I'd be recognisable with my dog, wouldn't I? Mm. And he's like, I can change my We've hair We've become stuff. a double act. And a bad one. Yeah, a bad one. Come here, Bullseye. Come here, Bullseye. That's from the ITV or BBC. I think ITV. Yeah, ITV. Yeah, version of Oliver Twist, guys, with Andy Serkis. And it's great. There was no need to do that to Nancy, Bill. Mm-hmm. I know. But <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> That's weird, man. Okay. <laughs> no, my favourite bit. Uh, we could jump. I can't swim. But I can! <laughs> I can't swim. <laughs> show is so good that is such a christmas watch even though it's like well bits of it are cold <laughs> it's dickensian yeah it's dickensian's christmas name exactly it's always cold and victorian that's <laughs> yeah. the vibe of christmas that's why they perish yeah anyway um so <laughs> so um at this point uh he is jack well Jekyll now Hyde is in the lab, but he wants to go and find Mirror because Lolly doesn't have one yet. So <laughs> wish I knew what I looked like. So he um, sneaks to his room so he can check himself out, like you know, kind of being cheeky sneaky, so mm. the servants don't see him. Sir, fuck. My name is not Jekyll; it's Hyde. Hello. Uh, right, so he uh, concludes he spent the majority of his life being good. So that part of him was stronger and just basically had more growth. The evil part of him has been suppressed and not allowed to flourish. So that's why he's short and deformed, which is obviously a whole like problematic thing with ableism, evil, equaling, God, yeah, equaling that, uh, deformity. That is, that is a lot. Right? Yeah. That is a whole heap of a lot. Like, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, you've shown your true colours. Yeah, and um, also Hyde is, like, younger as well. Because, like, again, it's, like, it, it, the evil part has not grown. Mm. Like, yeah, it's immature. Um, so he has another swig uh, of the solution. Pains. And he's Jekyll again. And he's like, okay, okay, I see, I see how this works. Brilliant, great, brilliant, great. So he gets sort of, like, addicted. And he's all smiley when he's out and about being, like, Honourable Jekyll. He's like, well, I'm going to go home and turn into a little naughty Hyde. <laughs> And I'm gonna do naughty shit. <laughs> be a little cheeky, sneaky high. Gonna be a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, then he makes the will. So in case anything happens to Jekyll and Hyde's like left, um, Hyde him won't be destitute. Mm. So that's why the will's there because Lolly's just making sure he doesn't like make himself skint. Yeah. So the pleasures which I made haste to seek in my disguise were, as I have said, undignified. I would scarce use a harder term, but in the hands of Edward Hyde, they soon began to turn towards the monstrous. So, I'd scarce use a harsher term, undignified. Oh, gosh, man. Oh, gosh. It was Hyde, after all, and Hyde alone that was guilty. Jekyll right. was no worse. Right. He woke again to his good qualities, seemingly unimpaired. He would even make haste where it was possible to undo the evil by Hyde, and thus his conscience slumbered. Oh, the convenience of being a man. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. The audacity. It, yeah, it's the audacity. Like, a child got stamped on, a handsome man with white hair is dead. Little maid servant who I've forgotten the name of no longer feels romantic. 
He took away her romance. She was pretending to be in a music video looking out at the rain. And she saw a white, handsome man with white hair and was like, he could be the love interest. Oh, he just got murdered. <laughs> and then she fainted for like four hours. Yeah. And then called the police. This affects more she people. She did not faint. She had a nap. She just went to bed for a One while. One time I booked plane tickets in the wrong name. I was very tired. And I just needed a nap. I just then I was like, I can't do this. I'm too tired. And just fell asleep for like, yeah, like four hours. Did you wake up and feel better? Well, I woke up and called the airline. <laughs> had to pay an admin fee. I feel like sometimes you need a reset. My reset is generally I need to eat and drink some water. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember like power off almost like yeah power off it was almost like i fainted i was just like oh god i fucked this <laughs> no back it out yeah i'm done just like taking a well there was a timeout timeout yeah timeout 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 uh scrib scrib scribs <laughs> scrib scrib about scribs yeah scrib scribs under i wish because scribs, scribs. <laughs> you have to write this report scribs um so he says um jekyll says having to write the check for the child's family was a little bit messy but he soon remedied that as he opened a high uh, a hide for a bank account as he opened hide his own bank account uh and again, i'm not condoning anything he does i'm not supporting him it's all hide you want a bank account sweetie <laughs> yeah exactly make a whole thing all that easy yeah, um, so much naughty stuff then a little bit later dr jekyll goes to bed but he wakes up as hide so he has to like sneak through the house uh, to get back to the lab again so the servants don't see him coming out of dr jekyll's room like sir we all know what deal you've got with dr jekyll you don't but okay (laughs) you really don't but i guess that's better (laughs) yeah right um so yeah he manages i think he's hot i'll just play with it (laughs) and uh yeah manages to turn back into jekyll now he notices i don't know how uh that hyde is getting stronger and bigger and worries that you know the scales might be tipping with hyde becoming the Mm. dominant one of the pair single um and jekyll notes that he that he likes hyde um because hyde allows him to be naughty but hyde was indifferent to jekyll all but remembered him as the mountain bandit remembers the cavern in which he conceals himself from pursuit so yeah jekyll is just a safe haven yeah. doesn't care about jekyll and yeah so brian but basically i like him i don't really care for you <laughs> yeah exactly you are a necessity at best jekyll yeah. you kind of like a house yeah <laughs> literally like, like, you know your words they hurt like, i'm just like looking back at the candle at dinner that you prepared like yeah that's how i feel about you too <laughs> what's that nothing nothing Cry, you big pansy. Yeah, big baby. Oh, Jekyll got rejected. He did. And hard. I thought it was funny. <laughs> to be fair, it was funny. Yeah. Oh, could moment you fall in love with your alter ego and they don't feel the same. <laughs> Now we could do stuff. You open up to someone and you start to really care, and you finally let your guard down. <laughs> and then it just turns out it's your toxic alter ego. Just coughed up a bit 
it long butter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone else calls it long butter, which is from a disgusting family. <laughs> what else would you call it? What are they called? They call it alveoli, aren't they? I have no idea. It's long butter. <laughs> so it's weird little Reese. I know. Weird almost like. Yeah. Yellow bits that yeah. just come up from the back of your throat every now and then. I haven't had one of those in ages. Oh no, it's a rare thing. It's yeah. kind of exciting. It is. Kind of, that's why you have to announce it. Yeah. Like when you throw up in your mouth. Yeah, it's a thrilling moment. Oh. I don't understand what else you would call it. No. <laughs> I swear it is like a bit of your lung lining. Yeah, lung they're butter. like little blobbies that yeah. are on your lungs. But lung things. Lung butter. <laughs> this episode's called lung butter. Um, I don't know conversation with someone a while ago and they're like no one else calls it toe jam and i was like they do toe jams what's it what it is like when you get bits of like yeah, yeah i know i've never thought about what other people guys let us know we'll do a, po- a poll do you call it lung butter do you call it toe jam if you don't call it that they're different things oh yeah toe jam's like is the cruddy fluff you get between your toes sometimes that's exciting it, does that also apply to like the crud you get down the side of your toenail or is it only in between your toes I would say it's the stuff you get between your toe, um, between your toes. Mm. I'd say the stuff you get down the edge of your toenail is um, just, you know, an ingrown toenail won't happen. <laughs> right. So basically, um, he uh, concludes Jekyll has more to lose if um, Hyde takes over. No, I think I'm more invested in this than you. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. You might have a point there. And Hyde wouldn't even be, like, conscious of not returning because mm. he's not, like the real person yeah. if you like whereas Jekyll's actually got like mates and yeah. supposedly family I don't know. Um, so he chooses to uh, give up Hyde because he'd rather keep his life and his goodness and his friends and his career and everything than turn into Hyde but in true addict fashion I neither gave up the house in Soho where Hyde mm. resides nor destroyed the clothes of Edward Hyde. So he's keeping the door open, mm. that cheeky little bogger. That cheeky bogger. So he lasts a little while, uh, but eventually... So how long did he have Hyde going on for? A few years, at least a year, maybe two. Christ. Yeah. So he lasts a while, but eventually succumbs to temptation and transforms back into Hyde. Gross. Mm. My- so I just want to be naughty. I just want to be naughty. Well, my devil had been long cage and he came out roaring. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Put him back, put him back, put him back. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, sweetie. You don't put me away, Jekyll. I am no baby to go in the corner. <laughs> oh, no, you baby. All right, baby, chill. It's okay. I'm worried about it. Oh, my God. That's actually scary. Like, imagine him, like, downing, like... Sorry, I'm going to do more audio. It's <laughs> 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 like in the mirror and it's still yeah. Jekyll. They're like... <laughs> Naughty. Naughty's over. I'm gonna kill. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Oh gosh. I thought we could, you know, just kick a child. <laughs> just, look, I just remember the day when you stumbled a child and when it really got my gizzard going. <laughs> it was really exciting. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm gonna kill a handsome old guy. It's oddly specific. <laughs> How specific? <laughs> You've had this plan for a while, haven't you? <laughs> Come with me. No. I am you. I said I have a choice. Damn it. Don't pretend like you don't like it. 
It is thrilling. It is exciting. Uh, so instantly the spirit of hell awoke in me enraged. With a transport of glee, I mauled the unresisting body, tasting delight from every blow. This is the murder. And it was not till weariness had begun to succeed that I was suddenly in the top fit of my delirium, struck through the heart by a cold thrill of terror. Struck through the heart. <laughs> And hides to blame. <laughs> you give schizophrenia a bad name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you give Jekyll a bad name. That's better. <laughs> it's very musical, this book. Uh, so, um, yeah, he kills the handsome guy with white hair and then turns back into Jekyll. The pangs of transformation had not done tearing him before Henry Jekyll, with streaming tears of gratitude and remorse, had fallen upon his knees and lifted his clasped hands to God. <sighs> yeah, like, so it's that thing of like, I know I've done wrong, but oh my God, that's amazing! No one gives a fuck about you, Jekyll. Yeah. What is that thing um, where, like, guys murder women with like a sexual motive (laughs) (laughs) with a sexual motive so it's like you killed someone so you could have an orgasm that is why you valued your orgasm more than someone's life the audacity the audacity and that that is this as well like oh my god i feel so bad but oh my god my my way it makes me feel so much better Mm. yeah it's so embarrassing that isn't it like that's what it is like what a sad little life selfish little prick so selfish you (sighs) Horrible person. There is another th- reason he's grateful, though, kind of, because he, he knows it's wrong. What's he got to be grateful for, the little shit? <laughs> he knows it's wrong to be turning into Hyde and doing this, but he just can't resist. But now he's kind of thankful because now he thinks he can't become Hyde because Hyde is wanted for murder and he'll go to the gallows. So, like some murderers, like serial killers, when the police show up, they're yeah. like, oh, thank God you're here. I need to be stopped. That's kind of how he's viewing this. Like, okay, now, you know, I I definitely have to leave this until next time. (laughs) Until next time when he gets naughty again. He's so naughty. So, oh, how I rejoice to think it. With what willing humility I embraced anew the restrictions of natural life. So, uh, I mean, simmer down. He did kill a guy. And he's just like, oh, this is brilliant. I can't be him anymore. I'm so happy with my natural life. Dead guy twitches on the floor. You're not so happy about it, are you, sweetie? You're very pretty, though. Uh, He basically says that he tries to be happy and do good, but the lower side... What did you actually do? Oh, this was when he was like, it was with the three best friends that anyone could have. So he was like, I'm doing really good. What are you doing? Like, hanging out with my mates? He did, like, good doctor shit and maybe a bit of charity That's your job! (laughs) And, like, helping people a few things, maybe donated a bit. You're rich! Yeah. You should! Yeah, the bare minimum! Yeah. So I'm trying to be good, but the lower side. I killed a man. Uh, How do I counteract this? Oh, I know. I'll just, you know, move my tax um, evasion money around and put some in a, you know, in a charity pot that I probably own. (laughs) Who does that sound like? Yeah, oh my God, that is accurate. Yeah. The lower side of me, so long indulged, so recently chained down, began to growl for license. Not that I dreamed of resuscitating Hyde. The oh, bear... you dreamed of it. You dreamed of it. You wet dreamed of it. Yeah, we got it, Marsh. We got it. Like, you fancy me. You're <laughs> going to let me in. <laughs> the bare idea of that would startle me to a frenzy. 
I was once more tempted to trifle with my own conscience. And it was in an ordinary secret sinner that I at last fell before the assaults of temptation. There comes an end to all things, and the most capacious measure is filled at last. And this brief condescension to my evil finally destroyed the balance of my soul. Mm. So basically, he's chilling in the park one day, and um, he just turns into Hyde. And he's like, Park! Well, shit. <laughs> it was at this point Jekyll realised he was fast. Yeah. My drugs were in one of the presses of my cabinet. How was I to reach them? That was the problem that crushing my temples in my hands, I set myself to solve. The laboratory door I had closed. If I sought to enter by the house, my own servants would consign me to the gallows. I saw I must employ another hand and thought of Lanyon. But you didn't think of me, Mr. Utterson, did you? Bastard! Bastard! So... Yes, that's going on. So that's why um, he... Ah! That's why he ropes Lanyon in. I read that's why he rapes Lanyon. <laughs> I don't remember that. Just so like... That's, that's really fucking dark. I just read the rest of it. And that's why he rapes Lanyon in and shocks him to death with the rape. I mean, that's a valid thing to die of. That, that is like... shocking. I don't remember. All oh, right, r- ropes so, him in. Shit, this is much darker than I remember. Yeah, shit, man. So he gets a taxi to a pub to have, like, as his base um, while he's sending his letters to Lanyon. At, and he gets a taxi over there. At my appearance, which was indeed comical enough because of his massive clothes, however, tragic a fate these garments covered. The driver could not conceal his mirth. I gnashed my teeth <laughs> upon <laughs> him <laughs> with a gust of devilish fury, and the smile withered from his face. Happily for him, yet more happily for myself. For in another instant, I had certainly dragged him from his perch. You can't go around killing people. Gnashing them? Did he bite him? I, I, it says upon him. Originally, I read it as like, he was like, and he went, but yeah, maybe, maybe he ate him. Do they? Can't. Look, Hyde, you can't eat people. I know it's not, I, I don't think the man should have laughed at you. No, no. But your actions were worse. <laughs> you can't eat people. So nothing lived in him but fear and hatred. And now Once, this dead guy. Yeah. Once a woman spoke to him, offering, I think, a box of lights. He smote her in the face and she fled. She can't smack people in the face, mate. Would you like to buy some cigarettes? <laughs> oh, I was just trying to make a living. There's no need to like, fucking smack me. All matches. But yeah, like, ah, bitch. Cunt. <laughs> lamp you want weird well, I'm the one with the fire I'm going to set you on fire <laughs> yeah. when I came home to myself at Lanyon's the horror of my old friend perhaps affected me somewhat a change had come over me it was no longer the fear of the gallows it was the horror of being hide that racked me mm. I still hated and feared the thought of that brute that slept within me you don't hate him you love him (laughs) but i was once more at home in my own house and close to my drugs and gratitude for my escape shone so strong in my soul that it almost rivaled the brightness of hope i was stepping leisurely across the court after breakfast drinking the chill of the air with pleasure when i was seized again with those indescribable sensations that heralded change It took on this occasion a double dose to recall me to myself. And alas, six hours after, as I sat looking sadly in the fire, the pangs returned and the drug had to be readministered. If I slept or even dozed for a moment in my chair, it was always as Hyde that I awakened. 
He's like, yeah. He keeps turning into Hyde mm. and he's using like all his meds up super quickly. And as a result of like, you know, this, Jekyll's like really weak and like sick and feverish. Yeah. There's a fucking lot, you know? He's gone through some stuff, okay? Yeah, Jesus. You know, if you were taking all these drugs and turning into Hyde, you'd also be like a bit peaky. Yeah, exactly. The powers of Hyde seem to have grown with the sickliness of Jekyll, and certainly the hate that now divided them was equal on each side. Mm. You know what, Hyde? I have just had about enough of you. You are not my friend. Yeah. So they be fighting. So Jekyll hates Hyde but can't escape, and also is like still kind of sexy. Um, addiction. Yeah. Uh, Hyde hates Jekyll but he sees that he's dependent on him especially as he's absolutely terrified of going to the gallows mm. and he's like you know this is he's my safe space so but I don't like that he's my safe space he's still a prick yeah hence the ape-like tricks that he would play me scrawling in my own hand blasphemies on the pages of my books burning the letters and destroying the portrait of my father and Aww. indeed had it not been for his fear of death he would long ago have ruined himself in order to involve me in the ruin but his love of life is wonderful i will go further i who sicken and freeze at the mere thought of him when i recall the objection and passion of this attachment and when i know how he fears my power to cut him off by suicide i find it in my heart to pity him so he still kind of emphasizes with him like oh you just want to live little tyke you little psycho you <laughs> oh he's cute but a psycho cute a, a little bit psycho That's my, a good my, my, my. <laughs> um at my uh, my punishment might have gone on for years but for the last calamity which now has fallen my provision of the salt which had never been renewed since the date of my first experiment began to run low i sent out for a fresh supply and mixed the draft the ebullion followed and the first change of colour, not the second. I drank it and it was without efficiency. Yes, that's what that says. Fair mm. enough. Fair enough. Um, without efficiency. You will learn from Poole how I have had London ransacked. It was in vain and now I am persuaded that my first supply was impure. So the first salt he had was yeah. impure. And, but he doesn't know how it was impure so it's basically got a secret ingredient that yeah. he can never find out. So um, He's a bit fucked. He's a bit fucked. <laughs> About a week has passed and I am now finishing... We should this have done some more concrete experimenting before we got involved with it really, shouldn't we? Call yourself a scientist! He shouldn't have presumed that salt was pure. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Should have done some more experimenting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, this is why Lanyon didn't want to be mates with her because you were messing around with shit. Messing around with the occult. Yes. Um, about a week has passed and I am now finishing this statement under the influence of the last of the old powders. This, then, is the last time, short of a miracle, that Hen... Can you use some of that to do some experimenting and work out what the same way that he is? <laughs> I guess you can't. Short of a miracle that Henry Jekyll can think his own thoughts or see his own face. Now, how sadly altered. Will Hyde die upon the scaffold, or will he find the courage to release himself at the last moment? <gasps> God knows, I am careless. This is my true hour of death. And what is to follow concerns another man than myself. Here then, as I lay down the pen and proceed to seal up my confession, I bring the life of that unhappy Henry Jekyll to an end. Mm. Yeah, so some people think that last sentence is uh, Hyde. Hyde's taken over. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah. I want to read it. <laughs> 
Here then, as I lay down the pen and proceed to seal up my confession, I bring the life of that unhappy Henry Jekyll to an end. That's a good spooky story. I had some good chills. I enjoyed it. It did, didn't it? So, so yeah. Suitably spooky for Halloween. Suitably spooky. So, kids, what have you learnt? Don't do drugs, basically. Don't do drugs. It's bad for you. It's bad for you. If you have an alter ego and it does bad shit, that's still on you. That is still fucking on you. Yeah, you uh, do. You are not exonerated from it. All don't right. Get in a relationship with your with Ooh, yourself. Well, I suppose sometimes you should be in some kind of relationship with yourself. You are yourself. You've got to do stuff for yourself. You've, oh, you've yeah. got to look after yourself. But don't be in an abusive relationship don't be with in a yourself. Toxic relationship with yourself. Don't be this guy. <laughs> don't be these this guy. Guys, it's, it didn't work out very well for him. It didn't. He got spooky. <clears throat> he got. He went weird. He went weird though, did he? It's like those um, school get-togethers. What happened to old Jekyll? Do you remember him? Oh, he went weird. Yeah, went weird. I wonder if there's a... Is there a good film version of this? Because like, I was wondering that. I was like, this would be so good as a horror film. Yeah, just like that bit in the window. Like, oh, I, I was wondering if I could come chat. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would lull you into a proper like, yeah. false sense of security. And the moment when he first drinks the, the drink again after um, having it for a while, yeah. the like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Fun. Fun, fun. Well, thanks, guys. I really enjoyed that. And we will be back very soon. Probably have a week or two off yeah. uh, for Katie to kickstart our Christmas season. Katie, what will you be reading? For Christmas, so we're going to kickstart probably like mid-November or mm-hmm. whatnot to get it going. Um, it's going to be cosy season, so you're going to snuggle up with a hot chocolate, wrap a nice fur around you, maybe not a real fur, we're vegetarians over here. Mm-hmm. But you might have a fur coat because we are venturing to Narnia into the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Yay! Yay! Turkish delight where it's winter but never Christmas never Christmas said the Tory children oh Tory children and you know when Mr Thomas first arrives he could be carrying his Christmas presents because he has parcels in the snow oh. and what else would they be yeah exactly I'm just posting my I'm vintage just, orders just, just vintage orders actually yeah it's a tough economy yeah. out here it's never Christmas yeah exactly always winter there's not much fruit growing out here but anyway, we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, that. Get, get, get yeah. of your horses. It's Halloween still. Now, go watch something scary. Watch Beer Cough. You know, that'll probably scary. Someone's going to drop a cake, I'm sure. Oh, my God. That really stresses me out. Yeah. I yeah. I think that someone does drop a big thing, this one. I saw it in, like, the um, pre-trailer. Oh, God. I'm going to be at drama, but you'll be having your own drama. Oh, I'm going to have such a bloody balmy drama mm. with it. Anyway, so thank you for <laughs> tuning in, guys. Have a wonderful Halloween. Halloween. Remember to t- check us out on socials. Just type unclassical in wherever and if you really like what you've heard come join us over on patreon it's a nice old time over it there is. if you head over to uncla- uh, to our um, socials you'll see our recording set up so if you listen to our last episode you'll know it collapsed around us and we've got a better one this time you can go have a look so go check that out see, see what we're recording for you yeah go do it anyway thanks guys bye, bye. Fuck's sake. Bye.